I guess everything kind of becomes a Christmas song if you leave it in the sun long enough. Hello there, lovely listeners. Welcome back to another week of WTF Are You Talking About? I am joined by my lovely co-host, Ryan. Ryan, say hi. Hello. And normally we would be joined by the... I was going to call her effervescent. Do it. I couldn't think of a verb. Do it. Normally we are joined by our effervescent co-host, Emma, but she is currently gallivanting across the European continent and will not be joining us for this week. Although we might have a cheeky little contribution from her. So stay tuned for that. Oh my God, I can't wait. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So this week we are going to start off with the classic Am I the Asshole stories. Then we're gonna move into our other favorite, Would You Press the Button? And finally, we're gonna finish it off with a brand new segment where we meet the crazy neighbors of the world on our favorite app, Next Door. So stay tuned for that. We've got a great episode coming into your ear holes. Let's get into it. Now, once again, let's delve into the asshole of the internet and discover who's there. For those unaware, Am I the Asshole is a subreddit on Reddit where users go to submit stories of themselves where they've done something or feel they've done something that could be in the wrong. They then present that story to the general audience at Reddit who make comments and answer by an ongoing poll whether or not that person was in fact the asshole. There's a few bits of vocab that might be worth you knowing. YTA means you're the asshole. NTA means not the asshole. ESH means everybody sucks here. NAH means no assholes here. Also, info, which is a request for more information that we feel is necessary to get an informed and balanced judgment on the situation. Also, asshole probation, which is a homebrewed judgment that we've crafted up here in the studio, which we tend to hand down to minors or people who were dicks but not quite assholes. And finally, there's edit, which is just the terminology people use when they've thrown in an update or answered a question or some other addition to the post after it was originally made. Let's bloody do it, shall we? Let's get into it. Okay, I've got one that I really want to start with. I saw the title. I read the first couple paragraphs. I have not read the whole story, so I'm going to be experiencing this with you. I'm also very excited. I was... Not even out of bed when Gabby was like, the show, I got for the show, we got this and we got to get into it. So I'm hyped. Okay, so, am I the asshole for making our guests participate in our puppet-themed wedding? So my fiancé, 26 female, and I, 26 male, met at college. We were in our school's performing arts program and met in a puppetry class. In the class, we designed our own puppets. Mine is named Hat Boy, and my fiancé's is named Daisy. In parentheses, she's better with names. Yeah, no shit. I actually prefer Hat Boy. If I was reading a book or playing a video game and the main character was named Hat Boy, I'd be like, oh, who's this interesting fellow? They were what we initially used to talk to each other and flirt in class. We fell in love, and in a way, we've considered Hat Boy and Daisy in love as well. Ryan is wincing in pain. This is sounding like a Batman villain origin story. <laughs> One of them is going to die later on, and they're just going to be a puppet themed Batman villain terrorize Gotham with their silly strings. <laughs> Years after graduating, we still use Hatboy and Daisy both at home and at our local but fairly prominent theater, where we perform puppet shows with high-end Muppet-style puppets. While planning our wedding, we realized we wanted Hatboy and Daisy to be a part of the ceremony. They've been a part of us since the beginning, and it just felt right. We've also invited our entire troop of puppeteers from the theater and got the idea that we should have our wedding be completely officiated by puppets and that our wedding parties would be made up of puppets and our closest puppeteer friends. 
we figure it'll make for incredible pictures. Here's where we're not sure if we're the asshole or not. We're insisting that all of our guests also participate and use puppets. In lieu of gifts, we've asked everyone to purchase high quality, but not nearly the quality of professional puppets to use during our wedding. We took the guesswork out of it and directed them to several vendors, some of whom offer really cool options. Everyone could realistically expect to spend $150 to $500, depending on what sort of details and whatnot they wanted. We also want everyone to wear their puppets during the entire wedding and reception. All puppets we're suggesting can be mounted on <laughs> and controlled with one hand. The puppets are meant to be guests at the wedding in the same way that all of our human guests are. Don't say that. <laughs> well, let's just say there are a lot of people who are not happy. Both of our parents, my wife's sister, and family members on both sides have complained that this is completely unreasonable. They're concerned about how they're going to eat and drink, how they're going to dance, you don't need hands to dance, so I don't know where this complaint came from. We of course don't expect people to have their puppet on hand while in the bathroom, but everywhere else, we'd really like to insist on it. We also made sure that our hors d'oeuvres are all finger foods. There will be plenty of cocktail tables so people can put down their drinks. We made sure all the food for the dinner itself is portioned so that it can be eaten in bite sizes just with a fork without a knife. We really think this would make for a special day. We only get to do it once. We think it'll be an event that all of our guests will remember for a lifetime. We have a hard time believing that once there, they wouldn't have a blast. So Reddit, are we the asshole for making what we think is a silly but harmless and reasonable request for our one special day? Thanks for reading. Man, they had me going for the the first bit where they said we're gonna get our puppeteer friends in there's gonna be puppets involved it's gonna be great photos and my reaction was it's very weird to me but I get it puppeting is a hobby they're clearly really invested in it they've got a community around it and the pictures they're right they'd be fantastic if you're into puppets they'd be great photos yeah but as I was thinking that it was quite reasonable that I was quite down with it it was just in the back of my head ringing. The title of the post is puppet themed, not just there are puppets. And as soon as you transitioned into everyone's got to buy a puppet, everyone's got to have their puppet with them and be in character with the puppet as another guest the whole time, you're an asshole. What are you doing? I mean, yeah. So this kind of reminded me a bit of the, um, the in the dark wedding, the in the dark wedding. Mm. Yes. But worse. Yeah. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I think both of them had an element to them, which is the couple had an interesting theme idea for their wedding that was really special to them. And if everyone was on board, could be really, really cool. But they're both themes that you will never get everyone on board for. And the dark one is easier to get people on board for. Yes, because you're not expecting them to spend $500 on a puppet they will presumably never use again. Right, exactly. I think it could be fun if their wedding favor was to give everyone a little finger puppet. Now that is more like it, yeah. Or you arrive and you get a little finger puppet. Yes. And they expect people to wear that for the first hour or two. But as people get drunk, they're going to take the puppets off. Oh, and that would make for really funny pictures, like drunk people with hands full of finger puppets. That would be incredible, yeah. Yeah. Tiny hat boy, tiny daisy. Sure. Or if you really wanted to go ham, maybe customize them a little bit so they look like family members or wedding party participants. That could be cute. Yes. So this- We're just planning their wedding now. <laughs> I'm kind of having fun with it. Me too. So this is my thing. I am not anti-theme wedding. If that's what you love and what you're into and it's a big part of your relationship, fuck it. Do it. Love it. 
Because they are right. They this are... is your one day where you get to make the insane rules. Yes. You cannot expect everyone to be as excited about it as you are. And if you are asking them to do something kind of silly or go out of their way to accommodate your theme, you can't expect them to pay a bunch of money. You really just can't because no one will have it for your hobby, probably. No, everyone has different interests. There was mm. another one that I was thinking about reading, but it overlaps a lot with this one, where this guest didn't want to attend a destination wedding because the couple are really big Game of Thrones fans, and the wedding was going to be in the Game of Thrones language. Wait, it was going to be in, like, Dothraki? Yeah. And he's like, why would I travel out to a wedding I can't understand? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, everyone has their thing. And your thing is not going to be everyone's thing. And you have to expect some level of, like, attrition. Definitely. Definitely. But are they assholes? Yes. Do you think so? I think so. And here's why. They have assumed people are going to go along with it and have been completely blindsided by the fact that most people aren't down, which makes you an asshole. Because you should have at least been expecting some amount of resistance to this idea. It's a lot to ask of people. Also, the points being made about eating and drinking and dancing are valid points, even the dancing one, maybe even especially the dancing one. Come on, you're going to be extremely sweaty, and you're like moving your arms around. That puppet's going to fall off. I digress. <laughs> They're valid points, and they were not refuted at all. They were token fake refutations by someone who doesn't really care about the opposing argument and just wants their way. Yes, I think a puppet portion of the wedding could be fun. If the wedding party and the couple had theirs up there, or if there was like a portion of the reception where it's like a little puppet dance party for the pictures, that could be super cute. I kind of think you need to provide your own puppets. I don't think you can have a BYO puppet wedding. You certainly cannot. You no. certainly cannot. If it's trashy to have a BYOB wedding, you cannot have a BYOP wedding. Oh! <laughs> it just can't be done. <laughs> See, um, I think they're really misguided. I don't know if I can call them assholes for it because they, I mean. Is it misguided when someone doesn't put on their blinker while they're driving? I don't think And inconveniences a... everyone? But they're not being like, well, if you're not going to bring a puppet, don't come. If you're not going to bring a puppet, go fuck yourself. Like, it's just kind of, uh, were we in the wrong for asking people to do this? Because a lot of people aren't happy. It'll be interesting to see how the wedding actually plays out and whether they pivot. Okay. I follow um, what you're saying. They're not forcing people to endure the inconvenience. So can you ever be the asshole for making a request? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So does this then cross that line? I think asshole probation. You think they're on thin ice? I think they're on thin ice. I want to hear about like how the next couple weeks played out for them. All right, let's hear from the Reddit comments. I could be swayed towards asshole probation. I'm so, still on the asshole train because I think they're arguing in bad faith, but I could give them some probation because you're right. They weren't saying if you don't do it, don't come. We just really like you too. It was cool until everyone had to buy an expensive puppet and use it during the reception. You know some salty relative is going to pull out a sock with a marker and whip up a 50 cent puppet. It will be glorious, and here's hoping for an update with the adventures of Socko. There's <laughs> a general consensus in the comments, just yeah. that. There, I mean, half the people are just like, ah, that's weird. There's no kind of real elaboration beyond this is fucking bizarre. Someone said, your wedding is not a stage, your guests are not props, you do not have the right to insist they wear costumes or buy puppets. Yeah, I think that covers it for me. I'm trying to resist the urge to be anti-puppetry, which I am. 
I think I'm generally anti anybody treating non-human objects as though they're human. So I do like puppets in things like Labyrinth. I think watching a puppet show would be very upsetting for me. Right. Yeah. I can follow that. I think a puppet in a movie is a different thing because it's part of the medium. Yeah. An actual puppet just being in front of me I think would uh, distress me. But I understand that that's not what's being asked and it's not fair to put that bias in. I think it is. I think they're assholes because I'm scared of puppets. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you flipped because I was about to switch to probation. I think probation. Okay, let's lock it in then. All right. Asshole probation. Case closed. Okay, so I've got a great one here that I'm quite a big fan of. In large part because we've got a girl boss with some Sigma grind set energy. And I really, there's nothing you can ask for more than that, especially from a 14-year-old. Oh my god. I thought this was fully going to be like Elizabeth Holmes. (laughs) Am I the asshole for defrauding investors? (laughs) Thirty billion dollars. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my daughter to stop reading tarot cards for money? My daughter, 14, has recently taken up an interest in tarot cards, and she's been doing readings for several family members and her friends. What I didn't know was that she's been doing it at school, too, and for money at that. One parent got my number and called me complaining, saying her son blew all his savings on readings within a span of four days. I got embarrassed and paid her back and talked to my daughter. I asked her if she actually believed in what she was doing, and she said she didn't, but it was nice to make money from it. I got disappointed and said she was making a fool out of her classmates. She said, they are fools. It's not my fault. I told her I want her to stop immediately or she'll get into trouble, and that she needs to find a more legitimate way to make money if that's what she wants. She got upset and said she's put a lot of work in learning how to read tarot cards. She complained to my husband, who told me I'm being unreasonable, and that it's not her fault if her classmates believe in stuff like tarot, but I think her classmates are too young to know any better, and it's only a matter of time before the school finds out and gets involved. Piano Kid 2, Electric Boogaloo? I disagree so strongly. Yeah, okay, so do you want to go first, or? I can share my thoughts immediately off the bat. I love it. I think the daughter's 100% in the right for a few reasons. The main one being, being good enough at reading tarot that people want to give you money, even teenagers, that's a skill. Yes, and so this was my thought as well. It kind of doesn't matter if she believes in it, because that doesn't impact the experience of the other child at all. Right, she's offering a service. Yeah, I mean, it's like selling clothes at a store, and you're like, yeah, I think they're ugly, but people like it, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not gonna shut my store. The only thing, it is a bummer this kid has no money left, and he is a child. What does that even mean, he spent his entire savings? He's 14, and if his parents gave him, like, a debit card, and he was jumping to the ATM at lunch break to withdraw 500 bucks for tarot readings, that is 100% on them. This story sounds like he spent his allowance for that week. That's not a big deal really. And maybe it's a good lesson for him. It probably is. And the amount of stupid shit I spent my money on as a 14 year old, I bought the Coney 2012 bracelet. (laughs) In a lot of ways, it's kind of the same thing. It's it's very similar. I think something as well that distresses me about the, again, we're just trashing on this kid, I guess, for buying tarot (laughs) readings. But why would you get multiple over the span of four days? So I think tarot readings are fun. I agree. I have had them before. I probably would pay for them. And when you started this story, my first thought was, I really want a 14-year-old to do a tarot reading for me. Oh my God, I would love that. Oh my God, it'd be so fun. You can ask different things. Like, do I have money coming my way? My romantic, you know, side of things. Like there's there's different readings you can do. That volume over four days is bizarre. Also, I'm dying to know what kind of questions 14-year-olds ask a tarot reader. Does Jessica have a crush on me? Be honest. I can take it. <laughs> she immediately pulls the tower. Like, <laughs> Yikes, I got I got problems for you. We're getting too hard into the tarot because it's clear we're both in agreement. This girl is awesome for doing that. I don't know 
if she's awesome. Really? Me. Well, because I think you enjoy like defrauding people more than me. That's um, true. I yeah. do enjoy that. <laughs> I take issue though with the idea that I like defrauding people. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's not that. It's more just you know. P.T. Barnum was a bad man, but he was right when he said it's immoral to let a sucker keep his money. She's filling a niche in the market. She must do the tarot readings. Otherwise, someone else will. And the reward for her abstinence is poverty. She merely fills her spot in society the way that the liquid fills a chalice. Pushed into it by forces beyond her control, genetics, society, the whims of the universe. So how can we punish her for making 25 bucks at recess doing tarot readings? So you're the asshole for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I I don't know. Okay, I'm going to take it back again. Okay. We, we were getting really hung up on the tarot. I thought we were in agreement, but now we're just debating the tarot back and forth. That's not the question. No, the question not. is, is her mom an asshole for stopping her from doing it? Sometimes as a parent, you do need to put your foot down. Okay. Is this one of those times? I don't know. I don't know either. I do agree at the very end when she said that if the school gets involved, that could be a problem. Yes. She's right, but only a little bit. I can only see the school saying no more of this. I can't see them punishing her for it, you know, after the fact. Yeah, but then it's still like a whole thing, especially if the mom, like the angry mom goes to the school and was like, hey, this girl took all of my kid's money. Yeah, you're right. It's the kind of thing I cannot imagine flying at my school. I don't know about you, but things like selling snacks to other kids, like zero tolerance. Mm. Which honestly does seem like a smart policy because you're just, it's preventing future headaches to do that. Probably at my school, you could have gotten away with it. Mm -hmm. But I think things that you could get away with at my high school is not a standard by which we should judge anything. <laughs> God, I'm really torn on this one. Do we have comments? Yeah, I'll take a look in the comments. So this is a great comment that <laughs> she is correct. They are fools, but her decision to exploit fools is a reflection of her character. I admire her business spirit, but I wouldn't want to befriend someone like her either. This particular exploit feels gross to me. I think she's in a moral gray area, and I understand your wish to steer her away from it. He put into words exactly what I was thinking. It's extremely parenting-pilled, I think. It's yeah. good to steer your children away from moral gray areas, especially while they're young and impressionable. That makes a lot of sense to me. And I think I am applying too much of a adult mindset to it where I'm just saying, yes, girl boss, grind <laughs> set, she's bringing in the cash, you know. Yeah. And I, I, that did sway me. That did sway me. So would you feel different if the girl was like, yeah, I think tarot readings are real? I would definitely feel different, actually. Because yeah. if you feel that you're providing a genuine service to people, mm -hmm. that is a totally different reflection of character. And that's, I think that's kind of where I'm at as well. Mm. It's not that she's doing it and that she's taking their money. It's that, like, she's like, ah, suckers. We are just at this point, totally projecting on this girl. But I'm not getting the sense that she's thinking, ha, suckers. I'm more thinking she's going, hmm, customers. She said, quote, they are fools. That's fine. That doesn't seem, that doesn't seem to me to be too condescending. I mean. <laughs> it's a difference of mindset. I don't know what to tell you. I think asshole probation for the girl. What? Yeah. Now you're really losing me. <laughs> asshole probation for the girl. She's 14. She came up with a business idea. You're what's wrong with this country. <laughs> the UK? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Goddamn, Democrats trying to stifle good American business in the United Kingdom. You people know a lot about trucks. Bing, bing, bong. Thank you very much. We're not gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, 
it feels yucky. It feels <sighs> yucky, and I know that that means nothing. Like, that's not a valid argument, and I really can't articulate it beyond that. It just doesn't sit right with me. Mm. And I think the mom is in the same boat, so I can understand why she'd be like, hey, you gotta stop doing this. I'm 100% off of any kind of you're the asshole at the mom. She's not. Yes, she's, agreed. She's probably doing a good move as a parent here. Mm-hmm. I would like to read two comments that are diametrically opposed. Amazing. No assholes here. She's 100% right and pretty awesome, but you're right about school. No more selling readings during school hours. It'll distract from schoolwork and she'll get busted. Also, no taking money from the same person repeatedly in the same week. Come on. Yeah, that's interesting. But let her read and charge for her services on nights or the weekend. Let her set up a booth on Halloween or something. Sure. I can tell you you still are distressed about it because it's still conning. And I, therefore, will read you this next comment. Okay. Everybody sucks here. (laughs) And for once, I truly mean everybody. Your daughter for being a con woman. Brutal. Her classmates for being dumb. Come on. That woman for holding you responsible for her own bad parenting. Okay. Her son for whining to mom instead of accepting the consequences for his actions. Your husband for encouraging your daughter's moral delinquency. And you for depriving the boy and his mom of a valuable educational opportunity. I need to, like, lay down. Two and a half thousand upvotes. Oh, my God. And this is the kind of thing we get at when we talk about Reddit being insane. Yeah. How are you really going to call the boy an asshole? How are you going to call her a con woman as if she's not a literal child? Exactly. And also, I don't think you can hold those two positions simultaneously. She can't be a con woman, and then the boy is an asshole for getting conned, because that's victim blaming. Yes, I agree. Everyone is misguided here. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just being 14. I am much more trending towards no assholes here. I think everybody's doing their best, even if their best isn't quite good enough. What are you going with? Asshole probation for the girl, so not the asshole for the mom? I guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that means we're leaving this as a case open. We'd love to hear your thoughts from this from the viewers. Yeah, we need a tiebreaker. Mm. Send them in. If Emma was here, we'd have our tiebreaker. I know. I'm curious to know what she would think. I am as well. Speaking of Emma, I've actually got a story sent in direct (gasps) from Prague, where she still is on her grand European adventure. Oh my God. This is so exciting. I know. I know. So I'm going to pull that story up and I'm going to read it. I'm a little itchy, so let's... I'm a little itchy. You've just been petting a cat. But he's so cute. Did you Have you seen that he's so cute? I know. He's adorable. But luckily, I'm built different, so I don't have any kind of histamine problems through interacting with my son. Am I the asshole for petting a cat? (laughs) (laughs) If you asked the commenter I empathized with, no assholes here. He's just existing and you're just responding to cuteness. If you're empathizing with the other commenter, everybody sucks here. The cat sucks for coming near you when you're allergic and you suck for, like, engaging him. And the bed sucks for capturing hairs on it. Oh my god. Your cardigan sucks for doing the same. Your coffee attracted the cat over. Asshole. He sniffed it. It was very cute. He probably likes the the pumpkin scent, I would guess, because he looks like a pumpkin. I know. He's like brethren. Pumpkin brethren. Something about, like, we are the pumpkin brethren. We like to (laughs) sing our song. You cut yourself off (laughs) to do the pumpkin brethren song. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling the bride that it's not my fault I'm prettier than her? Tag, by the way, is not the asshole. Oh my god. That's how you can tell we're in for a good one. Yep. I... 23 female, and my sister, 25 female, have always had a good relationship. That's until she began a relationship with her now husband, 25 male. I never really knew what started the downfall, but through lots of thought and intervention from friends and family, now I know it's because he had a crush on me when we were teens. We all went to the same high school. 
I was quite happy when she introduced him to the family, since she had some rough times in her life, and she seemed super happy with him. A plus was that he was much nicer than her other boyfriends. But as we continued to see and talk to each other at family functions, she just kept getting more cold towards me. It was a surprise when I got invited to her wedding, let alone as maid of honor. Wow. I thought maybe she knew she was in the wrong for being jealous for no reason, since I had no plans to try and steal him from her or even bring up his high school crush on me. But once plans for the wedding began, that's when everything goes downhill. She made plans for the dresses. Everyone's dress was to be low cut and fitted, but I was to wear a scoop neckline and long sleeves. I accepted because I was doing whatever I could to get my sister back. Then everyone was to wear extravagant makeup with bright colors, yellow and pink. Well, I had to wear the minimum of that, more natural looking. I felt really out of place, but I'd do anything for my sister. The wedding went smoothly. Everything went to plan, everything was beautiful, but then the reception came and my sister was mad at literally everyone, not talking to me and trying to outcast me even more. I eventually pulled her aside and asked her what I did wrong. She completely went off and yelled at me about her husband had always had a crush on me and how I shouldn't have even been at the wedding and it was only for the family that I was even there since apparently my mom forced her to make me maid of honor and how apparently her husband was looking at me the entire time. Me being the sarcastic person I am and being completely done with her bullshit had the fantastic decision to say, well, it's not my fault I'm prettier than you. I left right after that and later got a bunch of calls and messages from family and friends saying that I need to apologize and that she shouldn't have had to feel bad on her wedding day. I've been thinking about apologizing, but I also believe she deserves it. So am I the asshole? Should I apologize? Everyone sucks. Yeah. Yep. I'm kind of immediately with you. You can't be out here saying that. Especially on someone's wedding day. Yeah. But it's also, it's so clear that the sister is so insecure. Yeah. Which is such a bummer. It is a bummer. You can tell that this poster knows they're in the wrong just from the language used, right? You yep. know, I had the fantastic decision to say. Like, I'm reading that as sarcastic. Yeah. Because it, if it's not, then she's definitely the asshole. Yeah. You, oh my God. Everyone sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I'm very, very curious about. Uh-huh. Is the husband still into the sister? I think we couldn't possibly divine that no. from this story, but the wife really seems to think that he is, which is a terrible sign for their marriage regardless. Yes, maybe don't get married. Yeah, if you really think that that's an issue. Yes. It's one of those things that strikes me as, like, she's like, my sister's being paranoid, and it's like, she's not paranoid if she's right. You know? But if she is right, don't marry that man. But if she's not right, then she's being paranoid, and she also shouldn't marry him, because she's not in a good place for that. You should never marry someone who you think wants to fuck your sister, I regardless of whether they do or not. I think that's fair. I think we should get that printed on t-shirts. <laughs> it's also not at all the original question. No. Is she the asshole for saying that to her sister? Absolutely. Yes. Is her sister an asshole for... Is her sister the asshole for treating her like shit at her wedding? Yes. Because if she's wrong about her husband, she's an asshole. Yeah. If she's right about her husband, she's kind of an asshole for blaming her sister for the, her husband being a dick. Blame the husband! Well, it's his fault. Why is none of this anger getting directed at him if she really feels this way? For as much as the poster was an asshole for saying what she said, she's not wrong. If... I, okay, let me maybe rephrase that. Her sister's insecurity about this is not her fault no matter what. No. Everybody sucks here. Everybody sucks. You said the flair was not the asshole. The flair was not the asshole, which means we gotta delve into these Reddit comments. Yep. One has to imagine they're mostly something along the lines of owned, owned, owned. You know, sometimes Reddit will be like, you're the asshole, but you needed to be, which I almost always disagree with. Reddit actually has a similar opinion on this stance that we do. It isn't so much owned. 
It's just they're forgiving her because the sister is quite in the wrong, they feel. Ah. If she can't even trust her new husband around her sister, then she should never have married him. I don't see this marriage lasting long. And not the asshole. Mm -hmm. Ain't no way she's getting married to a person that she thinks doesn't even love her. Not the asshole. Girl needs to get her priorities straight. Skull emoji. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going with not the asshole. Your sister deliberately tried to make you look uglier than everyone else. That seems also unfair. I don't think a scoop dress necessarily means that you look ugly. From the description, the bridesmaids look sounded really ugly. The sister's the asshole for making them all wear yellow eye makeup. What the fuck? Can we talk about that? She's like, they all looked so much sexier than me. They had yellow eye makeup and I had natural colors. And I'm like, are you like hearing yourself? Yeah, I don't. You're making, Am I wrong? You're making strong points. <laughs> I suppose that if I was doing some kind of citrus fruit themed wedding, having some lemon bridesmaids could be fun. I know, I, I love I, that. I, I'm just listening to myself talk, <laughs> and it's not making sense to me. So I don't know if I can in- even include this in the podcast because it's just gibberish about citrus fruits, but. Uh, how did we get here? How did we. Everybody sucks. Everybody sucks, Everybody sucks here. <laughs> case closed. I'm the guy who says case closed. Sometimes you can share. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was like so mad. <laughs> I've got one last story for the gang today. And by the gang, I mean just me and Ryan, I guess. No, this story is also for the audience. They're part oh, of the gang, you know. Okay. Hey, gang. Do you guys want to join our gang? Oh my God, be honest. I'll bring snacks. What if, what if you joined the gang with us? I'll make jalapeno poppers. Am I the asshole for hiding my neighbor's garden gnome because it was scaring my son? Oh, amazing. Let's go. (laughs) So my neighbor, Cindy, 34-year-old female, has a large front garden, Brit spotted. She grows flowers and some produce. Sometimes she comes over with extras, which is nice. She also has a gnome village in her garden. You know those tacky garden gnomes you see in a lawn and garden store that you could paint or whatnot? Well, recently Cindy got a new gnome. For whatever reason, my five-year-old son has developed a fear of this particular gnome. I'm not sure why, and yes, I've asked him. I'm sure he's seen something scary on YouTube or something. The gnome is just a normal gnome with like a gardening hoe and a basket of flowers. I decided to talk to Cindy, explained the problem, and asked if she would move the gnome to the back garden or behind the bushes on her patio. Cindy refused! Exclamation point. I wasn't asking for much! Exclamation point. A few days ago, my son was outside playing and his ball rolled into Cindy's yard. He refused to go get it, crying and begging me to get the ball. I got the ball and moved the gnome behind some flower bushes. My plan was to move it back once my son stopped playing. Cindy came out to water the garden, noticed the gnome was gone, and demanded to know where it was. She even threatened to call the police on me! Over a gnome! After I gave back her gnome, Cindy told me not to come on her property again. Anytime I do that, it's because there's like four exclamation points, by the way. I told my wife what happened. And while she thinks Cindy overreacted, she also thinks I shouldn't have taken the gnome. She says our son will get over his fear in time or he'll just have to play in the back. I think our son has a right to play in his own front yard without being scared of a gnome. Am I the asshole? What a piece of shit. I just don't like any part of this man. Really? Yeah. There's a, So first up, the story's hilarious. He's such a fucking dick, and I'm going to list these reasons because I've been making a list and I don't even need to check it twice. <laughs> you better watch out. You better watch out. You better watch. <laughs> first of all, tacky garden gnome painting project. Okay, fine, but keep your judgment to yourself king of your town (laughs) 
it's on her property. It's in her garden. Don't be a dick about it for no reason. Honestly, HOA member spotted. <laughs> Guaranteed. Second, I don't know why my son's scared about it. He probably just saw something scary on YouTube. He's five. Know what content your kid is consuming? Yeah. That's just pretty basic parenting 101. Three, uh, just going onto someone's property and fucking with their things and then having the gall to act as though in any way that is just normal and fine. What are you doing? If you think your son has the God-given right to play in his front garden, then I'm pretty sure your neighbor has the right to keep whatever she wants in her garden. The fact that he was so shocked that she was like, she... Imagine if she had that gnome in her windowsill, like overlooking out from her kitchen or something. And then he just went to the house and moved it, put that in like the garbage disposal. Pretty sure she'd be upset, guy. Pretty sure that'd be pretty weird. My favorite part was how shocked he was when she asked him not to come back on her property. As if that wasn't a given. Yeah. This is my thing. I might throw out at everyone sucks. You think she should have moved the gnome? I don't think she should have. I think it would have been nice to. I think I would have moved the gnome. I think it would have been nice of her to do it. I really don't think she's obliged to move the gnome. I don't think she's under any obligation to. Especially because, and I'm not blaming the five-year-old. I want to make that very clear. I am. <laughs> it's like an irrational five-year-old. As described, the gnome is just carrying a hoe and a basket of flowers. If it was carrying, like, the decapitated head of Anne Boleyn, I think she should move that. But it's a normal gnome. The five-year-old is just being weird about it, which, again, not his fault. He's a literal child. But, yeah, I don't think she has to move it. I don't think she has to. I just can't imagine being like, fuck your five-year-old. And I know that's not what she's saying, but if I knew that I was doing something that was causing a literal child distress, I think I'd move it. It isn't asking a lot, and he is right when he points that out. Yeah. But I can't call her an asshole for it. I can't either, but I can't say she kind of sucks. But he really, you can't just go and move things. And this is beyond the scope of the story so we can't really presume about it, but I'm theory crafting. How do we think he approached her about this gnome? Because oh. that might change her attitude towards it. If it was a, hey, I'm really sorry, this is so funny, but my kid is terrified of your gnome. Would you mind if you move it? That's one thing. And if she doesn't do it, she'd be an unreasonable, but I guess she's in her rights to do that. Yeah. If he comes up, guns blazing, and with the amount of decorum he demonstrated in this story. Your tacky fucking gnome scared my kid, you bitch. Like, you can't. Absolutely. Yeah. I would nail it to the floor just so it can't be moved, Oh right? my god, I'd stick it in the kid's window. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's under no obligation to move it. The dad has no right to be like, you need to get rid of that. Hmm. Should the kid grow the fuck up, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, he'll grow up. That's time. Yeah. It'll happen. He'll be the one dropping 500 pounds on tarot readings. Is the gnome following me? <laughs> be honest. Ah. Uh. Your tarot reading looks poor. You've pulled number 27, the gnome. <laughs> you're the asshole. Everyone kind of sucks. No, you're just wrong. You're just a wrong person. I can live with that. Case open. <laughs> this is where we need the 14-year-old to come in and actually, like, educate us. It's true. It's yeah. true. Just get Miranda on the podcast. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. She still hasn't listened to the show, I think, but I'm going to send her this episode and be like, there's tarot reading. It's a story. Hey, Miranda. Do some ASMR for Miranda. Welcome to my ASMR channel, where I'm now going to read you my Starbucks order. Oh, lovely. 
Hi there, I would like a grande. <laughs> Hello, can I please get a grande iced brown sugar oat milk shake and espresso? Of course you can. Let me just grind the beans. And now I'm going to pour the water into the cup. <laughs> you want to intro the segment? Yeah. Our next segment is a fan favorite. I don't know that to be true. I think people like it. Our next segment is one that people like. It's, it's, oh my god. Our next segment is a classic here at WTF or are you talking about? Is that what we're called? Our next segment is will you press the button? Where a question is posed in like a would you rather type format. That's not true at all. Ryan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Will You Press the Button. It's a fan favorite segment, it's a liked segment, and it's a segment that's a little bit like Would You Rather, except for they're framed more as though you have one benefit and then a cost to pay. The archetypal question, of course, is you get a million dollars if you push the button, but someone somewhere dies. We'll be getting these hot and fresh from willyoupressthebutton.com, which was a website from the early 2010s era, so all of the questions are super out of date and super fun. Let's get into it. Starting off with a banger. Will You Press the Button? You have the most sexiest body in the whole entire world, but you cannot get laid at all. 12-year-old spotted? It's really good, right? Yeah. I mean, no, obviously, no. but it's so funny. That would make life so inconvenient. You could make a lot of cash off of it, but it would not be cash, I think, that would be always fun to take. People would be, like, stopping you on the street to be like, you have the most sexiest body. And I'm like, I know, but don't fuck me. You're just describing getting catcalled, but yeah. <laughs> You, you probably would be because yeah. everyone is constantly all the time. Yeah. Another one where it's teenagers having no concept really of general emotional complexity. Mm -hmm. Will you press the button? You get to marry the person you love the most and they will be in love with you, but they're cheating on you. No. Obviously no. And also, <laughs> come on, what is this question even? I would rather marry someone I love quite a bit. It doesn't have to be the person I love the most in the whole world who loves me more than anything in the world. We can just like be okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Will you press the button? You can read minds, but you can't speak. No. I think I would. It's a double negative. I disagree. I think if you are in control over the mind reading power, you can do A, some sweet insider trading, and B, you have a very incredible asset for many organizations around the globe that would pay you top dollar and you can just write shit down for them, right? 49% of people push the button. So that's that's good. Sydney Maddox says, sure, I would just be a non-talking person and kill everyone who th would think rude thoughts about me. Hee <laughs> hee. With 10 likes. Dan123412 commented, bad comment. 10 dislikes. Wow. He ratioed himself. He ratioed himself. Will you press the button? You get to marry your favorite band member, but you have to read a fanfic you wrote about them out loud. Yes, that's so funny. No downside? Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Who would the who would the band member be? Oh, I don't know. Who's yours? Probably end up being a Heim sister if I'm being honest. Yeah. Which uh... whichever one is the most down to clown, right? Like cuz I don't want to like cause problems for anyone. Yeah. And um, they're all equally incredible, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I 
feel like I don't listen to that many bands. If it's like any musician, it'd probably be Mitski. Let's say any musician, Mitski. I think we'd have fun together. The other thing about this fanfic is I think you could just have fun with it, right? It doesn't say weird erotica. I'd just write a fanfic where we went for ice cream, I guess. But it would also be really funny to have your partner be like, here's a weird erotica I wrote about us. Dude, you're not wrong. Will you press the button? You have sex with your favorite movie star, but you have to get 100 paper cuts on your hands. I'm good. I'll pass. There's basically no one that I want to bang. Like, I'm not down bad enough. Really, three paper cuts, and I'd probably say this is a bit much. Oh, one between the toes, and it's over. Are you kidding me? That makes a difference to you between the toes? It's a paper cut. Strong argument. Will you press the button? You can meet anyone, dead or alive, real or imaginary, but they become super clingy. (laughs) (laughs) I think no downside. Who would it be for you? Marcus Aurelius. For the people at home who don't know who Marcus Aurelius is, because I definitely do, explain. He was a Roman emperor. He was a defining writer in Stoic philosophy. So I really like the idea of a devoted Stoic becoming super clingy. He's just blowing up your phone. Yeah. Him as a clinger, I feel like he would like send you just like a one line text. And then if you didn't reply quick enough, he would just send you like a period. (laughs) (laughs) Or like a question mark, like just to draw it back to your attention. Who would yours be? Diana. That's interesting because Diana was already clingy. So it's not really changing anything about her. I know. We love Lady Di, but she was clingy. Oh my God. Clinical clinger. Diagnosed clinger. God, I love her. This is a great one where I think a teenager wrote this thinking it was a funny joke, but it's actually an amazing button push. You can control a mind, but it's only your mind. That'd be quite nice. That would be unbelievable. I would be so productive. Yeah. I'm pushing this button, dude. Oh, smashing it. Lollipop101LA says, but how is it mind control? Because you already control yourself. So the people who answered the question with push button are kind of dumb. God, I wish that was me. This is another great teenage one. Yeah. Will you press the button? You get $1,000, but you must take a punch to the face by Mike Tyson's strongest punch. So in other words, you get $1,000, but you die. You die instantly. I will not. $1,000? Because, okay, even if he doesn't kill you, he is fucking your face up. Oh, you look terrible forever. I mean, if you've taken that front on, he's breaking your nose for sure and also probably your jaw. Oh, like your your orbital bones? Goodbye. Yeah, I'm gonna pass. Gonna pass on being killed. Oh, you. But useful sometimes. Will you press the button? You may disguise as anyone, but you must touch the naked groin of anyone you want to disguise as. No, that's assault. The problem is, it's a no downside, and it's not necessarily assault. Like if ever your partner had food poisoning and needed to be in an important meeting, you give you notes and you just shapeshift into them so for some reason and this is not what the question said Uh i assumed that you were invisible (laughs) (laughs) why i don't know okay i'm like so i just people don't know that i'm doing this yeah weird that you took it in that direction i think i'm gonna push the button i think i would use it very rarely but Mm -hmm. i am sure i would use it at some point in a way that would be like mutually beneficial with whoever I was disguising as. Sure. Because it's the thing. If you're touching someone's naked groin, you're pals, right? Like you're never going to use this power for evil unless you're a terrible person, but. Yes, but I would like to think that I'm not. Yes. Okay. Will you press the button? 
You are a brilliant consulting detective who can figure out everything about everyone after one look. But you have to fake your own death, causing your only friend great emotional pain and everyone think you were a fraud. Sherlock's a terrible show. I will not be taking questions. Our final segment is a new one. We've turned to the social media app Nextdoor, which is something that people use to keep track of what's going on in their neighborhood or their community. Sometimes people will post things like garage sales, new restaurant openings. Sometimes people get a little silly. And those are the stories we're going to be reading today. Just to give you a flavor of what we're working with here, the first one comes from Silver Lake. Title is Earthquake. Did anyone just feel that or what? Comment on that was, yes. Does anyone know any single men ages 25 to 40? I haven't been on a date in a while, and that earthquake made me think, maybe I should kick this life partner search up a notch. (laughs) Amazing. Here's one. Location unknown. Title is Neighborhood Dress Code? Question mark. Has anyone ever thought about the positive impact on property value that enforcing a neighborhood dress code might have? I'd feel more comfortable if I knew what to expect when I went out every day. I imagine that could make our values skyrocket over the next 12 to 19 months. Happy to get on a Zoom call for everyone interested in pursuing this with me. Let me hear from you. What are your thoughts? No, you are not allowed to have a neighborhood dress code for so many reasons. Where was this from? Stepford, Massachusetts? Hey! I bloody got him. (laughs) Does anyone want to get neighborhood lobotomies? This one comes from Joel in Gibbstown. Can one of you guys that drives 50 miles per hour down my street run over that lady who walks her dogs at 4.30 in the morning? Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Linda from Carlsbad says, Cars with blue lights. The last few nights, my husband has had reason to be driving around the city about 2, 3 a.m. Three of the nights he has seen cars, one each night, all different. They come from major streets into or out of our neighborhood. They drive slowly around the houses. One had stopped in front of a house, but he didn't see anyone get out while he was there. He followed the car after it left the neighborhood, but it sped up and ran a red light. He didn't pursue. The other two nights, he didn't follow. All the cars have a blue light on the center dash. Does anyone know anything about these cars with blue lights? Ken, also from Carlsbad, says, Suspicious man following me around in his car at 3 a.m. I work for Lyft as a driver, and I usually work the late night hours to give people rides home from bars. The last few nights, I have noticed the same old man following me around in his car around 2 to 3 a.m. I think he is stalking me. I tried switching into my wife's car the next night, but he found me and still followed me to my customers' houses slash neighborhoods. I finally got scared and ran a red light to get away from him. No way. (laughs) That's so funny. Because genuinely, the first story, I was like, that's kind of spooky. Here's a post about a missing dog. The title is Missing Newfoundland. Missing from Hollywood Hills area of Silver Springs. Marlene comments, if she is newly found, how can she be lost? Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Sorry, I just couldn't help it. I truly hope she's found soon and I'll keep my eyes out. The original poster comments, Wow, not the time for jokes. What the fuck, Marlene? (laughs) Can I give you something from Taylorville, Illinois? I'd love it if you did. To the little girl that threw a fully grown adult potato at my head this evening, (laughs) I hope you are happy with yourself. I hope you had a good laugh when the potato bounced off my car and hit me again. I am a proud family man and a Lexus owner. And don't deserve vegetables flying at my head. 
This town has taken a turn for the worse. Thank you. Gabby is deceased. It could have just been fully grown adult potato, and it could have <laughs> ended there, and I would have been happy. Oh, this is a good one. I like this a lot. Unfortunately, we don't have a town or state, but can I sue my beekeeping neighbor? Every day, I see my neighbor's bees flying around my garden, stealing the pollen or nectar from my flowers. What? Then the bees go back to my neighbor and creates honey. What? My neighbor then harvests the honey and sells no! it at Pepper Place Market for profit. No! I have never received so much as a jar of honey as compensation, and every day my neighbor's bees trespass and steal my flowers. Shut up! I was stung once when I was a child, so I know how dangerous bees can be. Fuck you. Imagine being this capitalist pill. I know. Oh my god, that's so funny. So you can post pictures to next door. So this one has a title of Very Rude Neighbors, Not Very Neighborly. The picture is of a sign. The sign is outside someone's house, and the sign reads this. Josh, stop coming by our house. We don't like you. We don't find you interesting. <laughs> I think maybe you're lost. I'm exhausted always cutting you off. Stop calling me, Josh. I've got one from North Stamford that I quite enjoy. Uh-huh. To the soccer mom who passed me on Newfield Ave while flipping me the bird, you're cute, but also my wife. Remember, I got a new car. <laughs> it's very good it's very good urgent alert from west hollywood warning all the avocados at whole foods are rock hard <laughs> older model car parked on local street in waverly heights can someone do something about this i've tried to call the police and no avail we pay a lot of money to live in this neighborhood it's outrageous that we should have to look at cars with such a low kelly blue book value Oh my god, my man pulled the Kelly Blue Book. That he knows, right? He knows. He's got the stats. He's got the numbers. I also love, and this is a classic across review sites, across your Ebays and Craigslist, but next door is not exempt. People trying to sell shit and also trauma dumping simultaneously. Okay. Selling a Schwinn Giant Cypress bike. Hardly ever used. Ex husband was busy riding other things. Oh my <laughs> god. Here's a screenshot of available Wi-Fi networks. And, you know, anyone who's lived in a big apartment block, there's always a ton that you can see. <laughs> Just in the other networks list, there's apartment 203, you loud as fuck. <laughs> Below that, apartment, question mark, question mark, question mark, say it to my face, hashtag 203. Oh my god. I love neighbors with beef with each other. Here's one from Hampton Ridge. Tara says, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, neighbors. Wishing everyone a joyous night, but please keep your four-legged neighbors in mind. They do not understand that fireworks and other devices are not going to hurt them. They easily stress and can become very sick. Thank you for your time and consideration. The attached four-legged animal is a miniature horse which I'm showing Ryan now, <laughs> wearing a Happy New Year hat um, and boa. Catherine from Hampton Ridge comments back, Sorry to hear about your horses, Tara. However, I do not feel very bad for you. I have seen you walk your horses around Hampton Ridge, and I have never seen you clean up after them. Maybe your New Year's resolution should be to stop being lazy, get a bag, bend over, and pick up after your four-legged shit factories. Have a great year. Wow. <laughs> bobcat drinking from my pool do they prey on small dogs in response uh that's a chupacabler 
should be called Chupa Cobbler. <laughs> Someone posted a poll. Can anyone identify this mushroom? One of the poll results was please, and the other one is help. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, yes. There's a lot of people who don't understand polls in this app. Yeah. Poll. What is a power bottom? <laughs> I went for a walk with my grandkids, who are 14 and 15, at Piedmont Park, and we walked past these two men walking, and one of them was in a t-shirt that said power bottom, and my grandkids keep laughing and won't tell me what it means. Help. The two poll options are power and bottom, question mark. Oh my god. Here's another one. Poll, what should cost less, a gallon of gas or a gallon of milk? The poll options are yes and no. <laughs> Sharon says, whoever just told my dog to shut the fuck up needs to come to my house and speak to me and my husband directly. Here's one from last December titled Christmas Lights. Hello, I know everyone loves this time of year, but can we please be considerate of some of us and please cut your lights off at 7.30 p.m.? My cats are trying to sleep and they find the lights really distracting. Uh, what does that even mean? I don't know, but he's right. <laughs> Was anyone interested in meeting monthly to discuss the JFK assassination? <laughs> yes! Yes, I'm so interested! 100%, yeah. I've got a cute one to end it on. It's from last Thanksgiving. It comes to us from Jay from Ridgetop. Thankful for all of you. Hi there, folks. I'm so thankful for all of you. I love you all. I'm very drunk right now. Happy Thanksgiving. Aww. I mean... Should we all be so lucky? In sharp contrast, from Galloway Ridge, Happy Thanksgiving to everyone except Phil. <laughs> Every one of you, except Phil, our wonderful neighbors. I'm very happy to be a part of this community. <laughs> uh, get fucked, Phil. Yeah, fuck it. Well, that about gets to us to our time today, Gabby. But what I want to know is, what the hell did you learn on the show today? Oh, my favorite. Well, that's about our time for today. Ryan, what did you learn? <laughs> what a bitch! I needed to buy myself some time to think! Fine. Here's I... what I learned. <laughs> Here's what I learned today. And it's that, frankly, there are some haters out there. You want to try to start a legitimate business? You want to take advantage of the niche in the market? And yet there's still going to be some people out there who are calling you an asshole, calling your mom an asshole, calling your customers assholes. And it just, it makes me despair for the state of commerce. Honestly, my haters are my motivators. <laughs> I learned today that there is a whole world of puppetry that I was clearly, like, not privy to. Mm. Um, and I'm not into it. Honestly, not for me. Not for me. Not but good for, for them. I'm glad that they have somewhere they can keep it to themselves. They look happy and healthy. God, I wish I could do that. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us this week. If you'd like to hear more from us, there are episodes up every Sunday night. That's right, every damn Sunday night, unless I'm too hungover, in which case they go up on Mondays. Give us a follow if you're listening on Spotify. Give us a follow if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow no matter where you're listening, because we just love to get you in the gang with us. If you would like to make any submissions so that you could have your voice heard on the podcast, we do occasional segments where we recall people's responses to things that we've said, our takes, also any open cases that we've left today where Gabby and I weren't able to come to a decision. We love to hear your thoughts, and we can use that to close the cases at a later date. If you have anything you want to share with us, give us a follow on what.tfpodcast and DM us with your scorching hot takes there. We're just about at a wrap here, and what I want to know, Gabby, is I'm looking across the room, and I'm looking at Starbucks cup, and I want to know, what's your ideal Starbucks order? <laughs> Not the coffee! Not the coffee!
I thought I was gonna burp into the microphone and then I didn't. Do it, coward. Mm. It's gone. Do it or no balls? Do it or no balls? I have no balls. And you'd just admit that live on the air, would you? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>